0: This week on the Fake Outrage Report, Bachelor Outrage, Facebook Outrage, and Sandeep has a revolutionary new idea for gay conversion therapy. Welcome to the Fake
1: Outrage Report, the show where we tell you how to feel. I am Sandeep Sen. With me as always is the apparently twink Phil Causey. Phil.
0: Yes. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a minute there. Uh, I'm fresh out of bed right now, man. So you I need you to carry me for at least the first 10 minutes of this episode. Okay. <laughs> it is it's 1.59 <laughs> right now. PM. Yeah, no. PM. Uh, no, well, it's also it's uh I sleep late. You know that. I, okay. I don't usually work till two in the afternoon and today I, I I'm off from work, so you know I didn't I didn't rise from my bed till like quarter of one. <laughs> This is a normal no. I mean, between a dude who works in a hotel and a comic, that's a normal wake up time is between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Yeah, that is pretty standard. or not. I feel like you're judging me harshly right now, (laughs) Sandy. No, no, I was was just looking at you. I'm just looking at you. People think I'm judging them when I'm just like looking. You will, you you have have what I call resting concerned face. (laughs)
2: Does Does he he not have resting? It's it's more of like a psychiatric stare, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it it is.
0: So that third voice you hear today is Justin Zirilli. Welcome Hello, to the show.
2: Thank you very much. I am also freshly out of bed.
0: Yeah. See? No, so okay. I'm not alone. In, in no. That.
2: that comic life, man. <laughs> We're up
0: late. We're up late making poor decisions. I mean, terrible. Granted, I'd terrible be, decisions. I'd be doing that anyway, but also we we use comedy as our way to kind of justify. It's our that. excuse. Yeah, no. It's not <laughs> exactly. it makes
2: it any better.
0: <laughs> oh, as is uh customary here in the fake outrage report, we always meet our guests right up front and we talk about what they're doing and uh so justin you are a, a gay man yes you fine young strapping gay gentleman. I, yes thank you and very much. uh you run a a gay show
2: of some oh, sort it's more of a show at a gay bar less of a gay okay. show in general yeah no actually my lineup is very uh diverse i did not want to do a standard gay show um uh my show is called sucker punch it's at a place called boxers upper east which is one of the current three soon to be four gay sports bars in new york city uh, and, Are they uh, opening a fourth? Yeah, they're opening up fourth in Washington Heights. Stay tuned. That's going to be coming uh, probably in the next six to nine months. Um, but yeah, the show's called Sucker Punch, and it's a show at a gay bar, and I certainly do bring in gay comics, but because I'm kind of OCD, I don't like the idea of just doing a gay comic show, especially because it's weekly. So I try to keep the lineup as diverse as possible across genders, across race, across age, across everything, sexuality, all of it. Um, it's a showcase show, and we do anywhere from eight to 10 comics every single week.
0: Cool. I like the idea of the the gay sports bar. Too. Can we just talk about that? Because it's a gay Hooters.
2: It's literally that. It's like imagine yeah. Hooters and now like you know just sort of sub out the the beautiful titty girls for like gorgeous titty guys wearing boxer shorts who literally do chin ups behind the bar on a hanging chin up bar.
0: That, you know, if I were gay, I'd be into that. And you know what's interesting, too, is that it, in a way, it fights the general gay stereotype. Because yes. whenever you think of gay dudes, you think of guys who are like, ew, sports, I want to yes. go watch Bravo or whatever. Yep. But no, like, it's the gay people, are they're everywhere and they're, they're normal. We are they, everywhere they they're everywhere. The we, are,
2: we are absolutely everything. And that's the yeah. thing is that there is a large segment. I mean, there used to be a place called, there's a place called Gym Bar downtown, also. And, uh, it, you know, there is a, there is a, like, a streak of, like, horrendous, like, toxic toxic masculinity in the gay community in general Uh, and just like you know there's so many like mask for mask bros only like if you're feminine don't talk to me like listen a lot of us had really terrible fathers and we are like we are taking that out on the gay community so it's good that you know people who and there are lots of gay people who like sports in general and and like good for boxers figuring that out and being like hey you know, there are tons of gay men who also want to watch. I don't know. I don't watch sports. I watch professional wrestling. So don't ask me. But, you know, who want to watch that sort of thing. Which is a pretty
0: gay sport, if you
2: think about I it. I think it's super gay. It's and I love super it. it's, gay. A, it's a... It's a it is a soap opera with body slams, and that's kind of what I love it for,
0: you know? <laughs> Jack dudes in leather, like I mean yeah, they're oiled up. It's, yeah. yeah oiled it, up. It's pretty gay. Yeah, it absolutely. is. Yeah, and there's
2: storylines sure. and emotions. Who wants that? I you know? well, uh-huh. thing I don't
1: like on sports where sometimes they don't play the sound uh of the of like uh, the important events. Do sure. they play the sound at boxers? No,
2: uh no. At, nope, like, during nope. Football? they've got like forty five different TVs running all the different sports. There's UFC on one thing, there's soccer on another thing, there's baseball on another thing. So I don't really think uh maybe on like big days, yeah, like, or, like playoff, a Super Bowl Sunday or something, or something. Yeah probably on every TV with the volume, but then there's also probably like a drag queen hosting during the commercials to like make sassy comments.
1: Wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. so now they have all sports at uh, at boxers, but during like figure skating in the Olympics, was is it sold out? Is it is that more popular? They're like sold
2: out all the time. No, that's the good thing about, Bi- and that's why they've been able to expand into like Philadelphia and have like, you know, again, four locations, soon to be five, is that people just want to go. Also, it helps that they have like food service, so you can like literally go and like get wasted on Bloody Marys and eat like a pile of wings and you watch the sports or then it will have the drag queens they really do have like sort of that crossover appeal where like it's everything for everyone and also they say they're a gay bar but everyone is welcome so you'll have a lot of women at boxers so like if you guys are looking for girls like they are there you know and then like straight guys will go to boxers like my brother who's a straight guy uh, used to actually bartend for boxers you know and he said like the tips were great there and like a lot of straight people go because it's just a good sports bar without a lot of like the douchey straight guys who go to yeah, right yeah I was there bars. it was a great it was it seemed like a great venue yeah, I mean, before
0: you even said the thing about the girls, I was like, this place sounds amazing. Yeah, stop
2: <laughs> in, dude. Stop in. You know, it's a great space. And again, there's one in Chelsea, one in Hill's Kitchen, one in the Upper East Side, one in Washington yeah. Heights. It's all, right. all over the place.
0: So if you want to see, uh, it's Tuesday nights, right, your thing? It's
2: Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., almost sharp, all every right. single Tuesday So if you're night.
0: in New York City and you want to have a gay old time,
2: come on up to the Upper East Side at 93rd and 3rd, Boxes Upper East. Sucker Punch is happening, and I will be there to give you free shots. It's a good time. There
0: we go. And we were having a, a semi-gay conversation off the air in Sandy said no, no no let's talk about this on the show a minute ago <laughs> where because you're apparently you're a guy who's really good at classifying the different types of gay men is i mean that... as a
2: gay man you all have to be i mean like <laughs> that's sort of part of like the world is like we all need to keep up on all the classifications there's always some new thing popping up you know it's yeah. like someone oh, says God. like oh i'm an otter and you're like well i gotta go figure out what that means and if i'm into that and figure out that and sounds it's like bestiality That uh... sounds what like is it? an otter an otter. Yeah, what is that? An otter is a skinny bear. So, like, you're in ah. your 30s or 40s, but you're also very skinny. You're technically an otter, but you could also be a cub. There's a lot of crossover. It's very complicated. If you're like
0: a, like a Bushwick hipster looking guy, but you yes like cock, would be an otter. Then you're an otter. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And you yeah.
0: said off the air that I, I'm I, I'm skinny enough to be a twink, but because I have a little bit of a beard, I'm not a twink. Yeah, you're kind of a, twunk.
2: You're kind of a twunk. twink You're kind of a twink. You're kind of a twink You're kind of a twink. Yeah, you're something in that I middle like area. It. If you shave your face you would be you would be easily mistaken for a twin
0: and, and that's pretty high end right that's like, like a like you know want... it was
2: more high end in the early 2000s again mm. now most twinks don't want to be twinks they all have their memberships to gyms they're all doing their protein shakes oh, they all want to okay. buff out but like but hey you know there's a lot of guys who still like a good twink including me so you know it, it really so does kinda vary like, it's
0: kind of like the emo music of gay men yes exactly it was <laughs> like, Big in the <laughs> mid 2000s. Now, now
2: it's like people are
0: still into it. People, you you can yeah. still sell out some venues, but you're not like the
2: exactly. It really anymore. depends okay. on where you go. You know, it really depends okay. on where you go. Do
0: bears <laughs> tend to like
1: bears, or the uh, or is do they generally like bears generally not? From what
2: I hear, and now listen, I don't want to like get a lot of bear hate on me, but from what I understand, like for example, there's a vacationing place called Provincetown. It's up in like on Cape Cod, Cape um, Cod, Massachusetts. Cape Cod uh, uh,
0: Massachusetts. Yeah, I grew up in Eastern Connecticut, oh, like so two-hour drive it's from existence. there. Yeah, no, it's a common joke in most of New England, like. If you're calling your friends gay, you're gonna be like, oh, you're going to
2: P Town, huh? Yeah, you're exactly. Gay. Yeah, super gay, you know? which is also like weird. I I, I talk about P Town a lot because like it is super gay, but it's also weirdly super straight. Like during Well, it's a vacation. It's a family va- Cape yes. Cod is a family vacation. As a child, destination. My family apparently took me there yeah. to Provincetown. And here's the thing: it's like you guys are both old enough to know this. You remember the game uh uh Castlevania 2 Simons Quest? Uh, I mean I, I'm
0: familiar with that it. it exists but I've never played okay,
2: it Okay so like for example So that was like the sequel to Simon's To uh, Castlevania And it was like very different Than all the other Castlevania games And like by day you would walk Through these villages And like there were villagers And you could buy things And talk to the priest And get your health replenished And then at night All the villagers were gone And it was just like vampires And ghosts and horrifying things That is literally Provincetown <laughs> Provincetown is like straight families Going to like the game store Getting you know lobster yeah, rolls With the their little and, kids yeah. And then at night It's like there are like Fucking orgies happening like on the street in front of you like you know rest what are all the, the gay people down. doing
1: during the day are they just sitting in the basement they in are the dark? High,
2: they're in their coffins no they're <laughs> in their coffins because they were out at like sex yeah. parties till five o'clock in the morning yeah uh and they need to sleep dress as vampires coincidentally dress is, very strangely yeah they're very on brand uh and then like <laughs> you know then they'll like lay out at like pools like you know they'll lay out at pools and then when the sun comes down they come back out and get wasted and do all their drugs and go crazy Have again. Lots of sex but um, yeah, so in Provincetown, there's a place called Bear Week. This is this is a long way to get back to this. There's a place called Bear Week, and apparently, it's all bears. Bears want bears, and they just want bears. That is what I've heard. I have not gone there. It is not something I really am interested in going to. I go to like something like a Fourth of July what week time or like, a of year Carnival is it? week. It is. It, these are all so Provincetown's big weeks are all in the summer. So you have like the Fourth of July week, which is like oh, super. See, they circuit. should have it in the
0: springs, so and then their tagline can be like. Now the bears are coming out of hibernation.
2: <laughs> I'm sure they have that just for summer, also, anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, but it's like a bear week where it's all about bears. And apparently, they're very territorial and they're all about their community and they don't want really anybody else. And like, they will not like non-bears unless you're like. So you know, even a if car. I feel like twinks
1: should call themselves honeys.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, that is fucking bravo! That's, a, that's actually,
2: I think they. I'm gonna see if I can bring that to my community. I'll see how they respond. Nice. I will introduce at the next gay board of directors meeting. <laughs> yeah, like the next twink- that are into bears
0: Funny. Yeah, I think so that's what would Sandeep be? Because I'm a, I'm a twunk. You said yeah, Sandeep you're a you're
2: a twunk, Sandeep. You'd be a daddy, man. You'd be okay. a total daddy, you know. And is that, like, is that high end? Is that oh is yes? It, is that, tw- oh, is that yeah. higher or lower than twunk? Nah, tw- so oh, that- daddy is very much in demand right now. Now, oh, okay. like, now like leather daddies or muscle daddies are like the absolute high end. But you can mm-hmm. supplement that if you're a daddy with money, because then you'll get your sugar. You'll be a sugar daddy, and a sugar daddy is very highly demanded because a lot of twinks are very poor and they okay. have terrible jobs and they want you to pay for everything.
1: Well, the, what do I have to pay for if I were? Oh, like, they,
2: well, I mean, like, it depends like I have to on the buy them a fucking jewelry. Have. Like, can I just? Or, I'll, I'll pay
1: for dinner. You know, yeah, like, listen, pay for their it gym all it's
2: Like, there look are certain the twinks. There are certain twinks who will literally have in their dating profiles looking for generous. It's a term, and the S is a dollar right. sign, and it means. Uh, no, I've
1: seen this in regular dating profiles. Oh, really? Yeah, it's
2: crossover appeal. I this is that. those in Oh, so literally that exists in the gay community too. You'll have some beautiful, like, super chiseled former porn star guy with like a twelve-inch dick being like, look. For generous and like, because I never know, know, know
1: what they what that means. Like, am I supposed to buy, take you some, on vacation? like I don't want to do that. Well, I'll that's different.
2: Generous, you know, I think shit. between like men and women, maybe women are more coy. Men are gonna fucking straight up like lay you out with like, here's what this relationship will entail. You are like paying rent? for my school. You school. are letting me move Jeez. in with you. You are taking me out, and like you literally can look, like, look at this itemized list and be like, you know, that's just a bit too uh, much for I me. I can't I'm afford looking. that one. Yeah, exactly. Are can't they willing afford to that negotiate
1: one. Can you like? Do you like some
2: are. Some, are, some aren't You like and, write you know, stuff down On a piece of paper some, Slide it around Some then... are Some aren't Like you know You could get a straight up rent boy Who's literally gonna charge you Per the hour I mean like there's there, they're All shades All shapes All sizes Okay Yeah now you were you were saying
1: that you would rather be straight. I was interested in the yeah, dating world. So oh yeah, you lot. just said off the Because I always thought ago. being gay was the better, because yeah. then you can get sex anytime you want.
2: And that's the thing is, I can. But that's I'm over that. You know, right? it's like I got as a gay man. I had no shortage of sex for like my teens, my twenties, my early thirties. I've done that. Where did you now. grow up? Where I grew up, Long Island, New York. So I was born. Okay, I was only so that's forty-five minutes away from the where city. You can, yeah. I came. I went to like the Limelight. I went to the Roxy. I went to Tunnel. I went to all those huge. W- was there a place called Bubbles? Uh, or, I, or, maybe? or Sparkles or something? Uh, maybe I don't know. A splash. There was a place called splash. Oh, yeah, no, that's what it is. And then yeah. heaven and all those like big yeah. gay clubs. And listen, I was a dirty slut in my teens. I was a twink. <laughs> I had like the dyed blonde hair, the puka shell necklace, the sleeveless fucking. I was anorexic. I could barely stand up without passing out. I had like huge eating disorders, and I can't. I crushed in the gay community, and that was before Grinder. Back when we were like hitting on each other on Live Journal, like it was a whole fucking thing. And I like I swept up the floor. I had all that, and now I'm in my late thirties. Swept up the
1: floor is that a term?
2: Like, you know, like swept up all the pussy. Like, you oh, know, okay. you got it all, oh, you know, it, and right. I had that. I thought
1: you
0: meant sweeping up all the cum. <laughs>
2: I mean, like that too, you know, like whatever. And then I was like this gay <laughs> nightlife kingpin for seven years. Uh, and I ran like all these like large scale gay nightlife dance parties and stuff like that. Oh my like God. That. You were the
1: ultimate gay.
2: I was the ultimate gay, yeah. And you were the <laughs> king of gay.
1: Oh, that's right. I never thought about it like that. Oh, yeah, was like this you little were, like nightlife
2: yeah. kingpin. I like helped, pro- I promoted like all these like massive dance parties with thousands of people. So I had the pocket full of drink tickets and the VIP line to get in and stuff like that. So you I,
1: I've met you. You you seem to be like a nice person, and I always pictured like nightlife leaders as being. Douches, but I, I don't think know that's why. why I don't I, think I well, that's why
2: life. I succeeded was because I was the antithesis to that. Like, you okay. know, I, is that true? Like, is oh, that- I mean, like, there was. Def- there's definitely reason for that stereotype. There were certainly okay. lots. I mean, I definitely found the ones who were not and helped to like work with them and elevate them and stuff like that. And I only work with promoters who were like above board and like you know not terrible people. But there's definitely plenty of them that were awful people who like you know were like, oh, you want to get on the VIP line, suck this dick, you know, <laughs> you want this go go, you want this go go boy position, sit on my face. Like I never did that because I was like. That seems like, you know, bad. Me too. Too That was your me too moment. I'm working on this like (laughs) bit now where I'm just like, I never understood the me too thing. Like I literally like worked in an environment where like guys I wanted to sleep with dangled their assholes in my face while working for me. And I still never touched them because that just didn't seem professional. You know, like that was kind of how (laughs) I ran things. I was like, one, it just seems wrong to be that advantageous. And two, I don't want a lawsuit, you know, and this is before the whole me too thing. So like, I was very happy that, that like i can like look back on nightlife and be like no one's gonna pop up 10 20 years from now and be like justin luke did this oh by the way that was my name back then i was justin luke that, not sounds, justin that sounds like a gay
0: porn name it sounds yeah. like one right yeah. yeah so speaking of people who had
1: a tough no, wait, time you were saying now you can't uh you can't um so you you did all that but now you want more of a relationship and it, that's harder to find in the gay community oh it's
2: nearly impossible to find it's nearly impossible to find. News flash: it's not that easy like, in you the want world, world really either. I feel like yeah. that's what all women complain about on Facebook now that I'm friends with all these straight uh, stand up ladies they're always like gays just the guys just sending me dick pics like where's the relationship I'm looking for like blah 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 you know blah. what's funny
0: I'm in the opposite school and I don't mean to make it about me but I'm one of those guys who like I'll go out with a girl and it'll you know it'll go great and then she'll sleep with me and then ghost me immediately.
2: Oh my God. So you're I, in the same you're in the I, same boat that I, I did, get that dude. I
0: all the fucking time.
2: Dude, well, let yeah. me tell you then, we're like, this is a great conversation we're having because you're showing me that yeah. like, fuck it, you're just screwed wherever you go. Because yeah. like, no, I, that's I'm, literally I'm, my story is I will go out on a date with a guy, we'll sleep together, it'll seem really great. I'll be like, that was really awesome. When do you want to go out again? And it's like, they never respond. No, it, nope. it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm apparently pretty enough to fuck, but not pretty enough to go out with twice. Yeah, I don't and know apparently I'm nice is. enough
2: to like go out with and then like, you know, good enough to sleep with and then like, they're like, ah, yeah. eh, you know, <laughs> next. All right. Okay. Okay, uh, so let's
0: get into some outrage. This just became that's a sad cast. cast. We're all <laughs> just going to sit here and wallow. <laughs> this is what me and you are outraged about. It just about. sucks <laughs> no matter who you are, where you are. Everything sucks. Maybe yeah, everything that's does suck. Pleasure. Dating is awful in New York. Anyway, <laughs> let's move from New York to Malaysia for Woo! this first story. We're going to stay in the gay world, though. But we're going to go to a different continent for this one. And as we try to do here in the Fake Outrage Report, we do... Try to get somebody who has some type of emotion or expertise in whatever the topic is before we get into it. And this is a gay topic. We have a very, uh, as we've very clearly <laughs> clearly demonstrated, a very gay gentleman here. So this is what happened at the University Science Malaysia, which is uh, on the island of Penang off the west coast of Malaysia. Sounds like a very pretty place, like a, where a lot of gay stuff would happen. <laughs> Uh, there were uh, a bunch of students who ran a contest to c- try to see who could come up with the best idea for gay conversion. That <laughs> just I don't know it just it, it, it that alone. It, it, to it, the students they like had submitted. Everyone's like, "Hey, students, well, no, 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 best no! It ideas. wasn't an assignment. It was a, uh, this. Is, it was ran by the um, Muslim Students Association. <laughs> of course, it was religious people. Okay, of course. that did this. Of course. And the 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 name of the contest is called Back to Nature, and they challenged people to come up with either short videos or posters of how how to come up with ideas of to con- to convert gay people to not being gay. And uh, do you
2: win something if you? Uh, That that wasn't specified. (laughs) Uh, I don't actually know... That's actually super important because, like, as much as this does outrage me, like, if there was, like, uh, you know, then we'll, like, send you around Hollywood and you can talk to showrunners, I'd probably submit. Like, you know, that's yeah, a problem. I would, th- I would like, want to I'd be like, all right, well, if anyone could like, yeah. do it, a gay guy could really come up with a good idea for the... want? this, <laughs> it's like, wait, so this you wanna... should
0: be a show. It definitely it's like, be what a you want? <laughs> you want a flashy poster for your thing, gentlemen? Yeah, I got you, sweetie. <laughs> it's yeah.
2: like, I know how to catch their eyes. <laughs> Let's get three daddies on this poster. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And...
0: So it was uh, it was run by a gentleman uh, by the name of and I'm gonna fuck every name up in this episode because <laughs> these are like a deeply Asian names. Uh, the man's name is Amira Suliman, and he uh, said that we want to be close to LGBT people and influence them, and he, <laughs> they want to take the soft approach to converting people, which I. Let me ask this question to you. Is this, in
2: a weird way, progress? You know, and literally, at first (laughs) I was outraged when you guys sent me this article and I took a look at it, but then I had to grudgingly admit, like... Yeah, this is progress because normally like in Malaysia, they like cut your dick off and murder you if you're gay. So yeah. the fact that they're like, let's have some posters and encourage them to like, unless this is like some like really horrible long con where they get you in for <laughs> conversion and then cut your dick off and murder you, yeah. that would make me outraged again. But literally for Malaysia, this is progress. Like, you know, like this is actually progress. Yeah, because they yeah.
1: even their language and their tone, they're not like these fucking gay people and their abomination which it normally is out there that's the
0: thing they're trying to soften like hey
1: guys maybe we can just try to you know I understand but let's try these
0: are the young um, progressive religious people that that they don't want to kill you they just want to hang out with you and talk you out of it you know know, they're they're
2: finally reaching American levels it took them long (laughs) enough but like you know we finally reached like Pence territory where it's like I don't want to kill the gays I just want to electrocute them lightly and change who they like you know it's (laughs) like
0: yeah we're going to change them by sending them off into the woods the bunch of other gay guys yeah because that's
2: gonna work that'll work
0: yeah i always thought that was a foul. we're kind of the-
2: already doing that you know it's called yeah. the rambles and it's in central park it's called the meat rack and it's on fire <laughs> island there are tons of gays in the woods anyway but we're not doing what they want us this to be has doing. been one of the most
0: educational episodes of the fake outrage oh i'm gonna far. teach
2: y'all so much <laughs>
1: well I, I have a related question then you know you always hear about like um people being married and having kids and then coming out yep and i've always wondered how are they able to like fuck their wife because um, I feel like if, a, if I had to marry a man I wouldn't be able to fuck that person
2: listen you know I'm what's known as a gold star gay which means I never touched a vagina um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm going to teach you guys so many is terms this a real term you're going to have me back once a month on a show I swear to god I'm just going to teach you guys everything no it's a real term uh, um, and uh, there's actually another term I'm not a platinum gay that is a real thing also a platinum gay had a c-section birth so they never even actually literally <laughs> came in contact okay, with a no, vagina but that's not fair
0: because you you were born that way. Literally. I know. You I know. Can't control. That it's really shit, discriminatory.
2: That it makes me angry because I would have gone for platinum <laughs> gay if I had a choice because I would have been like, oh, who doesn't want the best, you know? But um, no, is there another t-
0: term for somebody who's never even like seen a naked woman? Is there? Uh, is that I think we've term?
2: all no, not from what I. I mean, like I don't know. Is that uh, Like gold
0: star AAA or something. Something there, like, maybe. I you know. Yeah. like you'd be gold pretty star hard pressed because we all
2: like looked at porn. I think. I. I don't think I've ever met a gay man who's like. No, I've literally... They'd have to, like, have lived in a cult, maybe. I don't know. What sort of situation where you've never seen a naked woman? You know, that would be a very weird uh, thing,
0: but... You can say, also, two women are always comfortable on their gay friends. They're all like, hey, oh hey look at my tits. Like, yeah, the, you know, absolutely. That kinda...
2: Yeah, because we're non-threatening. Why not? You know, and we're not going to, like, try to do anything. It works out well for them, but... um, what were you asking me again? You were saying about uh, so back to
1: like, the, the, the the you have people are married and they have children, they have relationships. Yeah, so
2: out. um, really honestly, I mean, like it's all about psychology. You know, I'm all, all about psychology. So if you grow up, you know, I was very lucky. I grew up in a very uh, understanding family. When I came out, they threw me a coming out surprise party. My mom joined P-Flag. Like I like I'm in the sort of like the very very rare one percent where like. My coming out was effortless and like I knew my parents would be okay with it and I did it and they were okay with How it. Were you? I'm like I came out, well I came out twice. The first time was a failed attempt because I came out to my mom in the car after we had just seen the Kevin Klein movie in and out. Uh she thought I was joking and then I had to come back out again <laughs> 3 months later. I was like, "Oh, by the way, I wasn't joking." Um but How like old were the, you? I was probably oh, seventeen, probably okay. seventeen, and technically I only came out because I was dating a guy who was in college who I was afraid was going to murder me and wear my skin like a robe. So I wanted to introduce my family to him so that in case I disappeared, they would know where I was. So that's why I came so out. You,
0: you started your gay
2: um, dating with like a
0: dangerous guy. Well,
2: I mean, like he was just weird. You know, it turns out he probably just loved me oh, a he lot. He wasn't sexy,
0: dangerous. He was just—he was like, just like he bought me lots of
2: gifts. And in, in hindsight, okay. I'm kind of like I would kill for that again. But like as like a sixteen year old who was dating a college kid. I was I was like, there's something weird. I said I liked Jar Jar Binks once, and then he showed up with like $100 worth of Jar Jar Binks merch. I don't know how I feel about this guy. Like, and you by know the way, saying? no
0: one likes Jar Jar Binks, so like $100 worth of Jar Jar Binks is literally a truckload.
2: That is a commitment. Yeah, exactly. It was all <laughs> yeah, like yeah. super marked down and yeah. like everything. But like, that I, like I only played like five
0: bucks for it. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. I, I, like, I kidnapped yeah. George Lucas for <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, so like, you know, I had a very, but like for people who were like born in very religious families, people who were, I know people who were thrown out for coming out of the Closet had to like became homeless and like stuff like that. You're
0: lucky that you grew up in the Northeast because I'm very we're, fortunate. We're cool with that here. We don't give a would, fuck if you're a gay. A lot yeah. are,
2: but certainly like surprisingly, a lot also aren't. So like when you're in that sort of like environment where like you were taught that gay is a sin, where you were taught that that is unforgivable, like the things that the human mind can do. I mean, like you know, force yourself to overcome it, like you know, pre-conversion therapy, just to like doing it because like you have to I'm glad you said you know? that
0: because that relates to a quote from what happened Whoa. here in Malaysia so <laughs> back to the Malaysia thing uh, a woman who is the uh, one of the founders of a group called Justice for Sisters a woman named Thelaga Sulathiria. again totally fucked that name Waits up Thanks for trying <laughs> uh, she said quote the messaging was that LGBT is a form of sickness it can cause harm such as anxiety depression and suicide attempts unquote mm-hmm. and that definitely is a thing that sounds like people especially a volatile college You're dealing with here in Malaysia, and so to to launch a campaign of like, how are we going to get these people to you know to cure this disease? Yeah, it's a very fucked up thing.
2: It's super fucked up. Yeah, it's super fucked up, and like. Listen, what, like 30, 40 years ago, like homosexuality was actually classified as a mental disorder. I mean, like, didn't they people do insane yeah. asylums
0: and shit in like the 50s and 40s? Yeah, and, it was like yeah. you
2: were you had to be cured of it. It was a it was a problem in your brain wiring that you were attracted to the same sex. That was a problem. It's mm-hmm. like that has been declassified as of what the 80s, I think, or like the 70s or whatever. And like, but that still persists in a lot of communities, especially religious communities and stuff like that. And it's like a super fucked up thing in general. Because like, you know, it's like, listen... Like as I say Like I always like, make jokes About how I wish I were straight So dating would be easier Like sometimes I have thought If I had a switch I'd flip it and you know Try year being straight Let's see if I find a wife But then you know? you'd
0: lose Your gold star status <laughs> I would lose yeah. my
2: gold star status It's true I mean
0: are you willing To make that risk I'm
2: okay with that You know I'm okay. Like I had it for a long Period of time It's like let's just go ahead And just like You had a, a good shot. run Had a good run <laughs> You know and it's like Yeah so like the idea That it's a disorder Or a sickness Especially like when like You know there's so much against, like is that, You know I, I'm lucky in That I'm what's known as a a straight passing gay In that like On a normal In a normal place In a normal time I come off as straight A lot of people Like you know Like when I meet A lot of straight guys They won't believe That I'm gay Unless we're talking About Broadway And then it's An immediate tell But other than that <laughs> Like you know They're like Oh you're not Like super fashionable Oh you don't like Look you don't have An incredible body You can't design My apartment How are you gay Like you know And it's like Well I like dick That's how I'm gay But like there's A lot of guys Who are not Straight passing Is, it, a,
0: is, that, is that insulting In a way When because You're not reinforced forcing a bunch of bullshit stereotypes that people are like, how are you possibly like that? Actually,
2: you know, it's like, unfortunately, like a masculine part of me, like will often take pride in it. I've been working on that because I'm just kind of (laughs) like, you know, you are who you are and people are who they are. And so like in, in... I like to call it sort of like it's sort of like my own personal version of like camouflage from hateful people. Where it's like I've had guys. It's been like four o'clock in the morning. I'm at like a Seven Eleven getting a taquito, yeah. and like two gay guys walk into like the Seven Eleven, and they're just being themselves, whatever. And yeah. some like buff, angry, drunk, straight dude turns to me like, "Those fucking faggots!" Am I right? And I'll <laughs> be like, "Well, this is at least protecting me from getting my ass kicked so that I look uh. like this like straight guy, and this guy's not gonna come at me, you know." But like other than that, like you know, it's like when people are who the way they are to then be told that there is something wrong with them, especially if they're in an impressionable age, it really fucking sucks. You know, it fucks yeah. you up. And like a lot of gay guys that I try to date are like incredibly fucked up. That's the thing. It's like, and a lot of them don't go to therapy, which I suggest that they should and everything like that, because it's like in the end of the game, I'm sort of like In a weird different place Because I have this Welcoming family Where a lot of other guys Are dealing with Layers and layers Of being told they're broken Being told they're fucked up Being told all this sort of thing That like Requires years of therapy To fucking like Figure Undo out And damage. you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah
1: I had a similar experience I'm an atheist But like My family's you know, It was never a, It's never a big deal And I went to like I went to this Atheist meetup group Because I thought it would be fun To meet like Other atheists <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, like It would be cool To like you know And uh Everyone's like it was like a support group though, and everyone told their like their stories about how they had to like co- come out as atheists, yeah. and they had all these like terror. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't, I don't, I can't relate to any of this. I, <laughs> and then they all were like had
0: beards and talked about Star Wars and
1: stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm not. I'm not I really worship to this. one <laughs> God. His
0: name is Jar Jar Binks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> let, me, let me ask a question about this situation in Malaysia, and, and, and maybe because I don't know, I can't predict the future. Sure. Um, neither can really anybody. <laughs> so, but Let me ask, I'll pose this question. Is it maybe a, a good thing long term that these people are saying, like, rather than just like kill the gays, if they're saying like, hey, let's sit down and talk to them, see if we can talk them out of it. Because maybe this will have um, the the opposite effect of what this guy is intending, that these people are going to sit down and be like, oh, wait, these people are totally fucking normal then we don't want to kill them or change them they're they're cool it'll actually it it'll make people that are super religious less ignorant to
1: gay i think we cool the gay people cousins. fuck the the conversion guy there's got to
2: be at least conversion a few guy most likely gay that's right. the irony that's of it all thing. those conversion yeah. people are all nellies and like they're all looking to get fucked and they all are getting fucked yeah. and that's sort of like the the like hilarious part of that but no you're like you know here's my hot take and i'm sure i would get like beaten up you know a lot about this opinion (laughs) is that i do agree with you there you know it's like i'm all about like you know progress is always you know like three steps forward two steps back over and over and over again so Mm -hmm. like again the fact that they're not like chopping off dicks and murdering these people anymore but now like oh let's like meet them and like convince them that they're sick you know it's like that is still a softer approach to like stringing these guys up in like the town square. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, that yeah. is the march of progress. It is slow and often frustrating. You know, it's like, it takes me back to like the election when like I was I was a Hillary voter and I knew a lot of Sanders voters and the Sanders voters were like, we want $35 minimum wage right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I understand that, but that's never going to happen. So like, let's take the $3 raise that Hillary wants and then keep working towards it. And I got a lot of hate for that, but I'm that way with everything where it's like, I've been around long enough to see that progress happens in small little bits and pieces and with lots of yeah. struggle and lots of setbacks. So, to me, like, while it's still like disgusting that's happening, like, that shit is also happening in America. So, like, how yeah. many stones can I throw at Malaysia for getting up to a point where still a large percentage of the American population is currently at?
0: Yeah. And it's very it's a bizarre form of progress yes because rather than just wishing death they're saying well these people are diseased we need to change them and from in a really abstract weird way it is kind of from a place of love kind of
2: kind of it's it's still
0: fucked up and i'm still going legit outrage in this one yes but (laughs) you can't call people diseased or whatever but like the fact that people uh, it's a weird classification i'm going legit outrage with an asterisk of like weird progress yes
1: you know the I just want to know like what in the in what's the realm what's the general strategy of converting someone I mean it has to be like hot chicks giving you blowjobs right <laughs> at, the, at some point they have to do that and I think it'll be kind of fun to try to get converted
2: it's actually really like I mean like from the thing of the stories I've heard it's a lot of like this is an urge you have so it's not going to change it's Religion, all about right? repress the urge you Mm -hmm. know so it's like learn to like hold hands with a woman and then like go out on a date and like they will pair lesbians up with gay men and be like these are urges you will always have because you have a psychological mental disorder and what you're going to learn is to bury that you're gonna bury it deep down you're not like you will feel desire and that's why you always hear about these conversion masters and like these like these like heads of like religion who like were quote unquote recovered homosexuals then like getting blowjobs in airplane restrooms like airport right. restrooms see, you but know the thing is at the end of the day they have
1: to give you like a hot chick and then you have to be a, 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 yes a, so I was always thinking like, I wouldn't want to go to the one of these gay conversion camps and then be like yeah you know like I think maybe <laughs> if you get me a supermodel and she blows me I maybe I might be able to see the Dude, logic I of think it.
2: that's a YouTube series you should start yeah. so I like think... <laughs> I don't know like, I'm having
1: these feelings I totally like dudes but like
2: I don't know if, maybe, if that well, that's if, actually
0: a uh, you porn series he should start <laughs>
1: And then they have to, like, get you some um, hot It's like the reverse
2: somehow. of Bait Bus. Like, you know, it's like, it's like you know, it's like, Sandeep goes right. to, like, conversion therapy. I think that's, like, a 12-part web series, and I would actually and, watch and have it. have
0: your mom be a disappointed character in the beginning. Like, mom, I'm trying so hard. Like, <laughs> Oh, God, my mom can't be involved in this at all. I don't mean have her watch you get blown, Sandeep. Like, <laughs> first one
2: atheist, now this, I knew it. I don't <laughs> want to have to explain her any of I, this. I, I mean, you,
0: you you have to tell her, and you have to make her cry as part of the, the beginning of the con, because then <laughs> oh, she'll God. pay for the camp. That's a good you cold go. open.
2: I'm just putting it out. There, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So anyway,
0: it sounds like you guys are going legit outrage outraged. Yes, in this one as absolutely. Well. Yeah, yeah, legit outrage.
2: But All also right. with the asterisk, you said which is like also it's like begrudgingly progress. weird, bizarre form of progress. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love it. I love the asterisk. Like I'm like outraged because like it sucks that that's still a fucking thing. But like also like I'm glad you're not murdering them anymore, or yeah. at least hopefully thinking about not. Sickness murdering greater
0: them. than stoning in the town square. It, exactly. It, it's a
2: weird. It's, it's a weird, weird, weird thing to defend.
0: It is. <laughs> All right, before we leave this topic,
1: is Tom Cruise gay? For or do we know this? Well, Oh God,
2: I don't think Tom Cruise is even a fucking human being. Like, you know, okay. I've heard all the stories and I've heard the stories about him. And then Are these what's stories his- credible? Maybe it's like everyone tells stories about everyone, like you know what I'm saying. It's like right. there's no actual like founded proof, but there's like okay. that wise gay who knows and like can like refer to like certain dates and times. But like he's so far gone into Scientology, like I don't want him to be gay. It's some... like please be straight. Let them deal with having you, <laughs> like you know, I like yeah.
1: some, some wise gay, like some. Oh, I just picture like a gay
0: Yoda character. Yeah. Oh like
2: yeah. A... No, he lives in a mountain. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. 1995.
0: <laughs> Suck my dick. He did. <laughs> Speaking of people that nobody wants to talk about anymore... Sandeep shall we move on to what's the guy's name Ari something yes so this week The Bachelor well by the way I just want to really quick because we do lead time on this fucking show and this was on April Fool's and it, we're recording this like a week later. this story is a few weeks old but we're still doing it and uh, go fuck yourselves if you have a problem with that <laughs> say, I, but within yeah. a month this be course. outraged yeah. if you
2: will we don't care yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be, be fake outraged
0: so The Bachelor his name is Ari Lewendyke I'm, I'm sure this guy's a huge celebrity and I just I've literally never heard of his so name i let literally never let heard his name he... he... Sent me okay, that article. okay. let me explain the backstory because I uh, I know people that watch The Bachelor. and This was explained to me by someone who's a hardcore Bachelor. Are you fan a closeted recently.
2: Bachelor watcher? Was that I sort of have, like asking yeah. for a friend? Did oh, you oh, just yeah. did? Oh. A friend told well, me, well, me
0: this is the, the thing. bachelor. If you're a heterosexual man and you sleep with heterosexual women, sometimes pillow talk ends up being them venting about The Bachelor. Oh okay. wow! <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> this is a All right. this is a thing. Okay. All I, is, um,
1: I saw the Stateline Live cold open about The Bachelor. I've never seen The Bachelor, but I can totally understand what they're. <laughs> Spoofing, yes. it was
0: brilliant. Yes. So what what happened is this guy, everyone hates him, okay? Um, he's a guy who on the finale, which apparently was six hours long, I was told. Oh God. It was two nights of three-hour episodes oh, of hardcore reality dating. too much. Yeah. <laughs> apparently this guy, he picked, like, he was down to two, down to two women, and he picked the one that everyone liked, and then halfway through, he was like, JK, LOL. And they called the other one on the phone and said, Hey, if I dump this girl, will you take me back? And he dumped the, the main one to, <laughs> to go and then go and be with the other one. And like everybody who watched the show was fucking pissed.
1: Why, and, and, oh, so
0: everyone actually did like the chick that he dumped. Like she was, everyone was no. Apparently,
1: it was known. To her yeah.
0: I, was I, I guess, guess that she, she was, was the was better. The did popular. they not Like the, the chick
2: that he picked. <laughs> I, I guess mean, how much w- pillow talk are you having about The Bachelor here? Come on. Where's the details? Uh, yeah,
0: I should know, but I was always in a post-sex haze, oh, so I wasn't so actually Now thinking. I'm
2: invested. I'm like, which one did people like you, you more? You should just be
0: impressed with the amount of information I was I'm able I'm very to, impressed. Uh, yeah. Like,
2: after blowing a load that you retained anything is very impressive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so, anyway. Uh, so, everyone hated this guy like a month or two ago during The Bachelor finale, and then that all led to some additional secondary outrage that Sandeep's going to break down right now.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, he caused outrage. He played a prank on April Fool's Day. He posted a picture on Twitter of a woman with a baby bump and said, secret's finally out. We have a bunny in the oven. And apparently this is a big deal to people with way too much time on their hands. And then a few, just a few <laughs> hours later, he tweeted April Fool's. That's it. That's the whole incident. And cue the outrage. Oh my God. I, 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 Googled, I Googled this. Like We had our story and then I like went on Google to see other stories. I'm like, is this real? And People are very angry. Um,
0: oh, yeah. People hate this fucking
1: guy. Uh, this is one, so <laughs> yeah. this is one tweet. You should be ashamed of yourself. If you guys, should suffer from, for, you guys should suffer from infertility like myself and so many others. I hope you remember this day that you joked about it. That was a general uh, direction of the rant. Um, some were just, I hate you, and first you do this, and now you do this. And then I went to like, you're being ins- insensitive to people with infertility. How <laughs> he just made a b- joke See, that
0: someone's. We've talked about this on the show. Whenever somebody wants to minimize someone else as a person, they they attach the ists to it. You're either a racist, you're a sexist, you're whatever, homophobicist. That's not an nice ex <laughs> word, but you got know, you know me saying <laughs> you're always a, it, you're you're a hate filled person if you do something I don't like and you hate all of whatever category it is. Mm-hmm. And I agree, that's a ridiculous fucking extraction of. Uh, labeling this person
2: an infertilitist which is
0: what my question is this i want to pose to people that are mad about this if any of you are listening um are you really (laughs) mad that he got you go to an april fools joke at him because you hate him anyway is it more based on the hatred you have for him or are you mad at yourself because he got you for april fools like is this secondary to the fact that you hate this character to begin with
1: Yeah, if he posts a picture
0: of himself drinking a coke
1: Is he being insensitive to everyone with diabetes? Like, just (laughs) because or Pepsi drinkers, and you can't do it doesn't mean it's. (laughs) He's not. He doesn't have. He's. He can do. He can make a joke. Everyone, the people with their fucking sense of humor is like. You can joke about everything, but if anything remotely even comes to my
0: within the realm of my life, you can't joke about that. That's fucked up. Yeah, this is what you truly believe, and you're a hate filled person, and that that's kind of. Um, I gotta go fake outrage in this one. Not because I don't think people are actually upset and actually invested in this, but because I, but I do think that, like I said, this is somebody who they were going to get mad at anyway, no matter what he did. And it has nothing to do with his actions and the fact that he just, he could tweet anything and they did hate him for it. So I have to go fake outrage based on the the actions.
2: I mean, I'm going to go fake outrage also because here's here's the deal, okay? Listen, I understand the struggle for infertility. I used to work with an infertility clinic as like they're like messaging like social media person years and years and years ago. It is terrible. It is terrible to be uh to not be able to conceive of a child when you want to conceive a child. However, there are layers to this story and the story I'm also a very Anti-reality TV person I do not like reality TV I think it is garbage television Shattering that
0: case stereotype
2: I know right And (laughs) and the reason I'm angry At reality TV in general Is because the only reason Reality TV is as popular as it is Is because of the sitcom writer's strike And if there was not A sitcom writer's strike Reality TV never would have Blown up to the levels that it is It is garbage television Where they don't have to pay Television writers And they can just make Their directors and editors The writers And like pay very little Or nothing to the people Who perform in them Whatever What I'm saying is Like you are watching a garbage television show where a man or woman is like considering suitors in front of cameras to actually be married these are garbage people who are doing this for a desire for fame that you should have any expectation of their behavior and who they care about you are leading yourself down a dark path where outrage will occur these are not you know heads of state (laughs) these are not professional celebrities these are garbage people with their garbage opinions so like two like chastised the guy whose name I don't even remember anymore Are on the he, show that uh, I was assuming William was... That I was assuming was canceled eight years ago because what the fuck? And the only time I've ever seen a <laughs> clip from it is on the Super, the brand new, the new brand, uh, you know, Joel McHale show on Netflix. Like, why are you outraged at a garbage person on a garbage television show that like, even on a deeper level, you must absolutely like know is garbage. Like, don't be outraged at that. <laughs> but yeah, so you're going from the I,
0: angle of like, don't be surprised.
2: Don't be surprised. Don't okay. be I outraged like at this bullshit. I like that a lot. He's nothing. a stupid Garbage person to be a stupid fucking joke. Like but he,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> but he didn't do anything wrong. I feel like he shouldn't be called a garbage person. No, he didn't do anything he did. wrong.
2: He did a fucking stupid prank. And like, you know, it's like that's the point. It's like, but I would be outrageous because he's a garbage person. Like, you know, in general. But like, yes, no, I don't believe that. And like, that's what I'm
0: saying is people are, are mad at him because he's a garbage person. They're not mad at the April yeah, Fool's joke, and that's I why absolutely it's fake think outrage.
2: So it's like, and if you're like offended at anything this guy is saying, you've already invested too much in his existence. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So anyway, All right. okay,
1: So on Monday, at this end, Lewin offered an apology on Twitter. He's like, I do have sympathy for women struggling from infertility. My April Fool's prank was in no way meant to offend women who struggle with that. I apologize if you were affected personally by my post. But here's the thing, <laughs> is I'm tired of these apologies. It should... Everyone who gets offended seems to think that the world deserves... Uh, the world owes them an apology. We should be... If you get offended for something stupid, it's you that should be have to force to give the apology for making us listen (laughs) to your stupid thing without having (laughs) any introspection and any like dialogue with yourself on whether your your outrage is is um, justified. And that's the problem with all the outrage going on is that people expect that when if if they get offended, no matter how uh, ridiculous the reason it's other people's problem and it's not your problem when you get offended. And that's the fucking problem with that. That's the, one of the reasons we do this show. Is these are, this is the larger <laughs> that's the theme. the reason we do this show. <laughs> the I mean, larger theme is if you get offended, it's your problem. And no one owes you an apology for that. And I, I think the problem where things, outrage is going is that when someone says they're offended, the onus is automatically on wh- whatever they're offended by to... To justify it or to apologize for that. So,
2: what do
0: you? What's your vote in this one? Oh, super fake outrage! <laughs> a super, fake, super outrage. fake outrage. But
2: like, let me give you guys a hot take here, and I'm gonna go super like meta and postmodernism on you, right? Ooh. So, I work in uh, I work in digital publishing. That's my day job that pays my bills because certainly stand-up doesn't do that. And um, <laughs> yeah. I love outrage. I love when people get outraged. Why? Because we can source and write on my different websites. 10 to 15 stories about that. And you know what I love? An apology afterwards because that's another 10 to 15 stories. And then if there's outrage and backlash to that, I get to write another 10 to 15 stories and make lots of money. Uh, if you're
0: allowed to say, what 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 do you? Uh, what company do you work for?
2: Uh, I work for a company called The Social Edge and a bunch of our different publications include guacamole.com, secondnexus.com. Okay. Uh, we have another website called yesplease.com, Y-E-S-P-L-Z. These are all like sort of pop culture trending news websites. Think if
0: we've, already, we've had to use at least one of those on here before right?
2: I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have, but like, you know, like, that's sort of like, that's what one... People get outraged. You put that story up, and people love seeing the outrage and developing their opinions on the outrage. And then the same thing with the apology, and then the backlash to the apology, and that sort of thing. And it's like, hey, without outrage, this podcast wouldn't exist, bros. Like, you know what I'm saying? Our Thank show God. is the opinion on the opinion, on the- right. and that is yeah. a perfectly valid opinion to have, and that's why it works. So okay. you know, so one, <laughs>
1: one benefit of of uh,
0: outrage it creates jobs.
2: Yeah, hey, it creates apologies jobs. are
0: job creator or no? Yeah, outrage right. is job creator. There we go. So fake outrage in that one. Uh, and before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Is there, really, is there anything you're currently pissed off about? Here you know, I
2: was originally going to say I was outraged about uh, uh, gay dating, but we've had such wonderful therapeutic comments, so I did have a backup outrage, and that's what I'm fucking outraged at Facebook right now. I'm fucking... What do they ...furiously outraged at Facebook. So as someone who works in web publishing, one of the things Facebook recently did was they updated their algorithm. I'm sure you guys saw all the posts in your newsfeed oh, about the yeah, algorithm change a month fucking ago. Fucking assholes, yeah. If you have a fan page of any kind, whether it's for your podcast, your publication, yes. yourself, and your stand-up, yeah. Facebook basically flipped a switch and cut down everyone's per, like fan page outreach by like 80%. Sliced mm-hmm. you have to pay. outrage. What'd you you say? gotta pay.
0: You have to pay now. If oh the, yeah, you yeah. absolutely
2: have to pay. And like I am so fucking furiously outraged at Facebook because Wait, you have to pay for what? Like you have to boost your posts if you want your own fan base to see your posts on your fan page. Okay. Because yeah. once so, like basically, let's say your fan page has 10,000 fans, right? Once upon a time, as recently as six months ago. Whenever you made a post, around eight hundred to two thousand of your fans would see that post. Now, granted, yeah. three years ago, all of your fans saw that post. Mm-hmm. And since then, Facebook has trimming, trimming, trimming the reach down to the point where now, let's say again, you have that you know a fan page of ten thousand people, you'll be lucky you have a hundred of your own fans who subscribe to your content see mm-hmm. anything that your page posts unless you pay money and boost it. That is what's happened. And that is infuriating to me on so many levels. I run like 75 different fan pages and like it has become so absolutely obnoxious. Isn't the
0: way around that to do a group instead of a fan page so they get the group? You're better off with
2: a group. Yeah, you're better off with a group and you're better off using your own profile like you're better off running yeah. your profile no, like I, a fan page I,
0: no I've noticed that actually yep. with, with well, because fan, this podcast. what they
2: did was they rejiggered it because Facebook and what's annoying is that Facebook is lying about the reason that they did this they're saying they're doing it because they did a lot of surveys and polls and figured out that what we really want to see is you know our third cousins talking about what off-Broadway show they saw at the Pantag- Pantages Theater in Los Angeles and they're like that's what people want they want to see you know what their family and friends are. it's like fuck you that is absolutely not what I want to see on Facebook I'm like subscribe to like, I'm a fan of the New York times. I'm a fan of like, you know, backstage.com, whatever it might be. I'm a fan of those things. I want to see that. can they just make it all
0: chronological again and put it all up there? That's they what won't. I fucking want. And they're not going yeah, to. And that's assholes. the thing. It's
2: like, they fucking lied about it because the truth is it's the fake news scandal. The whole fake news thing has yeah. completely scared Facebook. And so because they can't deal with fake news, they just slashed every single fan pages. Outrage.
1: Well, I think this was Justin, isn't this all foreseeable? I think the, the whole, I think is they're, they're, any company they draw you in with free shit and then at some point they have to monetize it. There's right. another thing is they were making a lot of money by selling all our data. Yep. And now we're now we're gonna pass laws, and Europe has already passed the yeah. law where you can't just give data. So now well, they don't okay. have that, general, like,
2: fucked all that up for them. Yeah. They don't have
1: that data stream. So now they actually have to start you charging. To sell but advertising, I think it's good. Yeah. In a way, in a way, shouldn't we the, if you were getting something for free, they were selling your data. That's how that's right. how any of the shit was going yes. on. And so if we start paying for stuff like that we should be paying for it. maybe there's just these outrageous data breaches the fake news yeah. all that other shit that they had to um amoral shit that they were doing. Yeah, but also don't forget, it
2: gets also like weirdly complex and layered and I'm not going to get like too like nerdishly fucking technical on you guys but there's something called Facebook Instant Articles which is articles that Facebook has ads on and makes money off of. So they encourage all their publishers to go onto Facebook Instant Articles and then slash their reach. So Facebook is making less money too which Mm. is the irony because most publications are not going to boost posts. It makes sense if you're boosting an event like your stand up show or like you know a live stream of your podcast or whatever that makes sense boost it because you want eyeballs but if you're a content business, you know, like whatever, you know, sort of like b- blog or website or whatever you are, like it does not make sense monetarily if you're making money off of ads on your website to then boost a post because you're paying as much to boost as you're making on the post. You're, that's why, like, funnier dies in so much trouble. You know, because Funny or Die was reaping the award, the, the benefits of being a popular site that everyone wanted to see shit and, like, you know, and then also making money off the ads on the back end of their system. So, like, again, this got like super fucking nerdy, but like Facebook fucking infuriates me because they screwed the pooch. They killed MySpace. We had a good thing with MySpace uh, and we spit in Tom's face. And uh, now we're stuck on fucking Facebook. They, who, yeah. they,
1: they became very big. And of course, now they have to monetize shit. And, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, MySpace fuck was yeah, fucking you got of
0: great.
2: But MySpace is great, man. Oh my god! You can have really? your own music. You can have an animated background on your wall. Okay, we've taken steps backwards. That's well, what I'm yeah. saying. No, we should
1: fuck them, and we should learn how to like <laughs> live without Facebook, and hopefully they. That was also popular. back
0: before the internet was considered to be like a threatening place. Like you could literally <laughs> just find like hot girls and be like, "Be my friend, be my friend." Yep. And like you can, in many cases, meet them back before yeah. it was like considered to be like a yep. dangerous. Oh, you know, those those back were the fact we were all suspects. All right, so I'll second your outrage. Fuck Facebook. Um, Getting people to listen to podcasts is tough and they're not helping us. Uh, All right. So uh, thank you all for listening. Email us anytime you'd like at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. You know what? Don't even follow us on Facebook. Fuck that. Not worth it. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, (laughs) fuck it. There we go. Uh, But give us a good review on iTunes if you have the time right there. Um, You can follow uh, Justin Cerilli online at
2: Yes, yeah, so you can follow me. Just go to my website where everything is. It's www.justinzirilli, Z I R I L L I.com. And there are links to my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Pinterest, my Dudes Nudes, my Christian Mingle, everything. And if you're single and you're gay and you're a twink, hit me up, brother. <laughs> and
0: before we go, Sandeep Sin. Any parting thoughts? Uh, if you're running a gay conversion
1: camp, um, uh, I am gay and I might be convinced to convert uh, if, like, you know, like a hot <laughs> model blows me. Just, you know, throwing that out there so maybe you can talk <laughs> to me.